This podcast is brought to you by the Specialty Produce Network. Welcome to Plated Earth, where we share at least a fraction of the crazy, wonderful, and insightful stories of produce. I'm your host, JJ. Plated Earth is also the official podcast of the Specialty Produce app. Please show your support for us and Specialty Produce by downloading the app and exploring one of the globe's most comprehensive fresh food databases. So, what's on our plate today? Today, we are sharing the story of lemons. Lemon trees are abundant by nature. They produce blossoms, buds, and fruit all at the same time, and they continuously circle through a growth cycle that most plants only go through once in their season. A typical lemon tree can yield 500 to 600 pounds of lemons per year. Most lemons share the standard golden yellow and oblong shape with pointed ends. They're rind, highly aromatic, and their flesh full of juice with a bright, tart, citrusy flavor. However, there are many varieties of lemons out there, many of which have their own unique characteristics in appearance and in flavor. There are also different types of lemons. The most common type of lemon is called a true lemon, also simply referred to as common or regular lemons. They are botanically classified as citrus limon and are a member of the Rutaceae family, often just called the rue or the citrus family. So from what we can gather, true lemons are the direct descendants of the citron, one of the few ancestral species of all citrus fruit, and the bitter orange, while other lemon varieties are hybrids of these true lemons. The most widely cultivated true lemon varieties are Lisbon and Eureka. The Lisbon lemon has its origins in Portugal. It made its way to Australia by 1849, then finally up to California roughly 40 years after that. The Eureka lemon has its origins in Italy and made its way to L.A. in 1858. Today, Eureka lemons are the most widely cultivated lemon variety worldwide. Most lemons in the United States were imported from Italy until California started growing Eureka and Lisbon varieties. Today, California is a leading domestic supplier of these true lemons, with other commercial production areas around the world including Spain, Italy, Greece, Turkey, South Africa, Israel, Australia, and Argentina. Lisbon and Eureka lemons are the main commercial varieties found in American supermarkets, and as the fruit is hard to tell apart without looking at the tree, they both are often sold as just lemons in markets. True lemons have a thick, textured, vibrant yellow peel and a tender, juicy, light yellow pulp that offers a well-balanced acidity. True lemon trees know no season. Although their productivity may waver at different times of the year, they are readily found in local markets and produce sections of grocery stores all year long. So although true lemons are the most common, there are two other types, rough lemons and sweet lemons. Rough lemons are thought to be a hybrid of a lemon and a citron. The rough lemon tree is very cold-hardy, and the fruits are slightly larger than a true lemon, with a thicker, bumpy peel, and their flesh is hardly flavorful with very little juice. No surprise then that rough lemons are used mostly for their rootstock. Sweet lemons are botanically known as citrus limetta, and they more closely resemble a true lemon but lack the acidity. Sweet lemons are known to have several alter egos, including sweet lime and sweet limetta, depending on region and language. Sweet lemons are native to Southeast Asia and today are grown throughout the Mediterranean as well as in India. Well, we can't talk about lemon varieties without mentioning the fan favorite, the Meyer lemon. 
Meyer lemons are botanically called citrus mayeri. They originated in China and are thought to be a cross between a true lemon and a mandarin or a sweet orange. Frank N. Meyer, a plant explorer from the U.S. Department of Agriculture, found the lemon near Peking, China, and brought it to California in 1908. Today, most Meyer lemons are grown in California's Central Valley, though some are grown in the southern part of the state, as well as in Florida and Texas, where it has been nicknamed the Valley Lemon. Meyer lemons are smaller and rounder than true lemons, with smooth, thin, deep yellow-to-orange skin that is also aromatic, but much more complex than the scent of true lemons, with hints of bergamot and spice. The pulp is a darker yellow and is much sweeter than a true lemon, so much so that some people will eat raw segments of the flesh as is, or atop salads and in desserts. The downside? Well, Meyer lemons do know what seasons are, and their peak availability is in the winter through spring months. Across the globe are many other lemon varieties, from the Ponderosa, a thick peeled lemon the size of a grapefruit, nicknamed the American Wonder Lemon, to the Mazzaro and Berna lemons in Spain, to the popular Feminello lemon varieties in Italy, to the Nepali oblong in India, and the Feminello Sfuzatu, which is grown on the Amalfi Coast and boasts a thick, fragrant peel, famously first used to flavor the dessert liqueur Limoncello about a century ago. Citrus fruits are believed to have originated in Southeast Asia, though their history is notoriously somewhat confusing. The origin of the lemon in particular is unknown, but speculated as northwestern India, where the fruit has been cultivated for more than 2,500 years. Some of the vague and confusing nature of their history stems from the lemon's uninhibited tendency to hybridize. Only recently have scientists, armed with DNA technology, proclaimed that a lemon is a descendant of a citron, Citrus medica, which has a thick rind and almost no juice, and the bitter orange, Citrus orantium, whose sour, juicy fruit is primarily used in marmalade. Arab traders brought the lemons to the Middle East and Africa sometime after 100 CE, and it is said that lemons were introduced into southern Italy near 200 CE. By the 8th century CE, lemons were being cultivated in Iraq and Egypt. The Arabs introduced the lemon into Spain in the 11th century, and soon enough the lemon was being cultivated across the Mediterranean region. Crusaders returning from Palestine, roughly around the 13th century, spread the lemon across the rest of Europe. Just like the poor little tomato, lemons were at first not widely cultivated as food. Instead, they were grown as an ornamental plant or for medicinal uses up until about the 10th century. In the 15th century, the lemon came into full culinary swing in Europe, with the first major site of cultivation established in Genoa, Italy. Lemons came to the New World in 1493, when Christopher Columbus brought lemon seeds with him to Haiti on his second transatlantic voyage. Spanish conquests spread the lemon throughout the New World, where once again it was mainly used as an ornamental plant or for medicine. It took until the 1800s for them to be used in cooking and flavoring. In 1751, lemons were being grown in California, and by the early 1800s they were planted in Florida too. Commercial cultivation of lemons blossomed in both states in the 1800s, at least up until 1886 when the small Florida industry was halted by a killer freeze. With the competition from California's lemon cultivation, the fruit's susceptibility to scab, and the unfavorable climate for curing the fruit, Florida's lemon culture remained dormant. Planting finally resumed in Florida in 1953. However, it was not for harvesting fresh lemons. A demand for frozen lemon juice concentrate and cold-pressed lemon oil had spiked. And so, Florida, rather than trying to compete in the growth of fresh Lisbon and Eureka varieties— 
was able to cultivate different varieties better suited for use in these alternative lemon products. In the meantime, Arizona had also developed lemon orchards, though on a much smaller scale than California. And in the past 20 years, Guatemala also began cultivating lemons, primarily for the essential oil industry and for dehydrating to make a powder that can be reconstituted into juice. Lemons are a versatile, staple ingredient in cuisines across the globe and have been described metaphorically as the little black dress of fruits, good for all occasions. Lemons are most often used fresh for their juice and zest. Whole lemons can be sliced lengthwise into rounds or quartered and used as a garnish for beverages or dishes and for topping poultry or fish before baking. Lemon peel can be used for preserves such as marmalade or curd. The acidic juice is used to tenderize meats and fish like in a ceviche. Use the juice for marinades or in place of vinegar in salad dressings. It can also be used for flavoring desserts, from custards to sorbets, and of course, lemon meringue pie. Lemon zest from the rind can be used for flavoring meats, sauces, and desserts, and both its zest and juice can be used in cocktails and syrups. Of course, lemon juice is used for making lemonade, that refreshing summer drink we see being sold on community corners from homemade batches by the neighborhood kids. The French popularized lemonade as we know it around the 17th century, and the refreshing beverage quickly caught on throughout Europe. However, something similar was drunk much earlier than that. Based on trade records, bottles of lemon juice mixed with sugar, called catarzimet, Q-A-T-A-R-Z-I-M-A-T, were commercially available in Cairo markets around the 12th century. Arabic cookbooks from the 13th century feature recipes for lemon syrup drinks, and it is believed that even the Mongols enjoyed their lemonade, albeit an alcoholic version. By the 18th century, lemonade had immigrated to America. During the Victorian era, in both Europe and the U.S., lemonade had become a popular alternative to alcohol among proponents of the temperance movement, famously including First Lady Lucy Webb Hayes, who became known as Lemonade Lucy after she banned booze from the White House during her husband's term from 1877 to 1881. What did she serve instead? Surprise, surprise, it was lemonade. Pink lemons can be used to make an authentic pink lemonade, though the color may not be nearly as vibrant, as the juice of pink lemons is still mostly clear. The pink lemonade beverage popular today is rumored to have its origins in the circus. According to one legend, sometime in the late 1800s, a vendor selling lemonade ran out of water for his lemons, and as the story goes, he used water from a basin that had just been used to wash the red tights of a circus performer, dyeing the lemonade pink. The circus vendor sold the oddly colored lemonade as strawberry lemonade. Lemons should be stored at room temperature for up to a week. When wrapped and refrigerated, lemons should keep for a month. Lemon juice and zest, however, can be frozen to preserve longer. For juicing, note that lemons yield the most juice at room temperature or even when slightly warmed. So if you store them chilled, bring them back to room temperature before juicing. Immersing the fruit in a bowl of warm water will do the trick. Just before juicing, roll the lemon beneath your hand across a counter or cutting board with moderate pressure. Typical lemons will yield about two or three tablespoons of juice. Generally, lemons that are heavy for their size yield the most juice, while thick-skinned varieties are best for zest, candied rinds, or preserves. Highly acidic lemon juice can also solve many kitchen dilemmas. A sprinkle of lemon juice can prevent other fruit, like avocados, from browning, and can even help trimmed artichokes keep their color during cooking. But what about sweet lemons? Meyer lemons? Can we use those in place of regular lemons? 
Well, the short answer is yes. These other lemon types can be used in similar ways. Juicing for cocktails or other beverages or for use in dressings. And the pulp and zest can be used in a wide array of both sweet and savory applications. However, it is important to keep in mind that regular lemons lack the sweetness of Meyer lemons, and this flavor difference will affect the recipe accordingly. Regular lemons will add a strong acidity, while Meyer and other sweet lemons will add more sweetness. Also important to keep in mind that some recipes really rely on that herbal quality of the Meyer lemon rind, so substituting a regular lemon peel may not give the recipe that spiced nuance it desires. So use your best judgment. And of course, you can always consult the Specialty Produce app to discover recipes and flavor profiles for the unique lemon varieties. Perhaps the world's most famous alleged lemon lover was Stonewall Jackson, Robert E. Lee's most gifted commander. Jackson was rumored to suck on lemons before riding into battle, and a persistent myth arose that the general both adored lemons and fortified himself with them before a fight. To this day, visitors to the cemetery where Jackson is buried in Lexington, Virginia, leave gifts of lemons at his grave. Along with its versatility in cooking, the lemon has long been known for its medicinal powers, thanks to their high-packed content of vitamin C, a powerful antioxidant that works in tandem with other naturally occurring flavonoids in the fruit. Hot tea made with lemon juice and honey has long been used to soothe the sore throat. In 19th century India, lemons were used for wounds and skin eruptions. And in the Middle East, decoctions made with lemon was used for treating anything from fever to general weakness, a trend that spread into Europe. Believe it or not, it wasn't until the end of the 18th century that lemons were really recognized for their ability to combat and prevent scurvy, the often fatal disease known to American colonists as winter sickness. The Dutch may very well have been the first Europeans to make the connection between lemons and scurvy through their contact with Southeast Asian ships that kept citrus on board. However, it was the Scottish doctor and pioneer of naval hygiene, James Lind, who is credited with establishing the lemon's ability to treat scurvy. While serving as the Navy surgeon aboard the HMS Salisbury, Lind conducted what is arguably the world's first clinical trial and theorized in his account of the trial, The Treatise of the Scurvy, published in 1753, that citrus fruits could cure scurvy. Still, Lind made little headway with convincing the Navy of his theory, and it wasn't until 1795 that daily rations of lemon juice, and later cheaper lime juice, were mandated for British sailors. Between 1795 and 1814, more than one and a half million gallons of lemon juice were issued to Royal Navy ships, and in that same time frame, cases of scurvy in the Royal Navy hospitals fell from over a thousand to almost none. Scurvy prevention is also what originally prompted the lemon tree to proliferate in California. Demand for lemon juice hit a high during the California Gold Rush of 1849, when malnourished miners purchased it to ward off vitamin C deficiency. So, when life gives you lemons, what will you do with them? Download the Specialty Produce app to explore the unique varieties and be inspired on how to use them. Well, folks, that concludes this week's episode. Be sure to follow at Specialty Produce App on Instagram for some amazing produce photos. And while you're on there, give us a follow at Plated Earth. As always, you can find more information, recipe ideas, and local market shares on the Specialty Produce App. Tune in next time for more food fables. And remember, cauliflower is nothing but a cabbage with a college education. We'll catch you next time. Mm-hmm.